Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. God save the queen, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Still no one knows why. I guess the White House excuse yesterday was that uh, he was specifically addressing someone in the crowd. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know if there was a Brit in the crowd, and he's like, for that person, God saved the queen. And what queen are we talking about? The queen consort? The dead queen? What do you... Yeah, the speech was in uh, Connecticut. Bizarre. Bizarre. So strange. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, Secretary of State met with Chinese President Xi Jinping, and then Blinken had this to say about Taiwan, which is fascinating. Mm. On Taiwan, I reiterated the longstanding U.S. One China mm-hmm. policy. Oh. Uh, that policy Good. has not changed. I see. It's guided by the Taiwan Relations Act, the three joint communiques, mm. the six assurances. We do not support Taiwan independence. We remain opposed to any unilateral changes to the status quo by either side. Hmm. We continue to expect the peaceful resolution of cross-strait differences. Huh. (laughs) We do not support Taiwan's independence. Hmm. Hmm. Thought we were going to fight for Taiwan's independence if it ever became necessary. But uh, that says no. No, we're not. So I guess they're on their own, right? Uh, at least, at least as far as we're concerned. So today is June twentieth. When, uh-huh. when when does the uh, uh, arrival begin? <laughs> June twenty first. Uh, yeah, I think we're at. I mean, that is unbelievable. I know they keep harping on this one China policy, but I've never heard it spelled out that clearly before. Yeah, we do not support Taiwan's independence. Full stop. Wow. Okay. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Uh, all right. Look at that body language there. Yeah. Wow, that is. And he made he made Blinken walk up to him. He just stopped, mm. and he was just like, yeah, you're coming to me. Wow. Oh, my gosh. And he's not even looking at him. Not even looking at him. <laughs> it's like, here. All right. I'll shake your hand sideways. Not going <laughs> to acknowledge who you are, though. I know. Jeez. This administration. Is so bad. And then, of course, uh, there was uh, uh, Biden's excuses for China over oh. the weekend. On China, Mr. President, um, can uh, Secretary Blinken ease tensions with China on this trip, do you think? Sure. Well, look. Um, oh, look. China has some legitimate difficulties unrelated to the, unrelated to the United States. Uh-huh. And, uh, and uh, I think one of the things that, that balloon caused the balloon. was not so much that it got shot down, mm-hmm. but I don't think the leadership knew where it was oh. knew what was in it and knew what was going on. It was, oh. it was more embarrassing than it was intentional. It's more embarrassing than it was intentional uh, to China. He literally said that? Yeah. I swear this guy. Yeah. (laughs) It's unbelievable. That's how a communist nation works. The the leadership has no idea what's happening in their country. Oopsie daisies. Did we send a spy balloon over your entire nation photographing every key facility you have on the continent? Huh. Yeah, sorry. Our bad. bad. we, We didn't mean to do that. 
Uh, we just didn't know where it was. What? I, I, how stupid do you think we are? And, man, does that show you what kind of, I don't know, payment he's getting from the Chinese? <laughs> Jeez. Hello? <sighs> that is amazing. Plus, they won't, you know, they they will not blame China for the for the Wuhan situation. For COVID. They won't blame the Chinese lab for that. They won't even talk about the fact that the, the virus came from China in the first place. So, yeah, China's in the clear as far as this administration's concerned. Then Biden headed to Hollywood to fundraise. And aboard Air Force One, KJP was asked about yeah, the meeting before, Lincoln had. Yeah, before we play these, because we have, uh, I think, three of these audio clips. So whenever KJP is talking to the press on Air Force One, it's audio only. <clears throat> like, is it impossible to, uh, do they just not allow a camera? I, I, maybe that's protocol. A camera maybe. inside Air Force One? It, that mm. That's weird. I don't know. I mean, it's just, I don't know. It seems yeah. weird. But here she is asked about the meeting Blinken had with uh, with Xi Jinping. Clear question, uh, clarifying question. So are you saying that President Biden has not yet spoken with Secretary Blinken after his meetings? So what I can say is he's been kept abreast by the National Security Council, regular communication with them. Once the Secretary lands, comes back, uh, gets back to uh, the U.S., he'll have a full uh, full briefing from him. He hasn't talked to him yet. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, mm-hmm. But he's okay. going to be kept abreast. Yeah. She really likes that phrase. She does. Something something there. So when might Biden meet with President Xi himself? Oh. When might that happen? That's a good question. And it went a little something like this. On when the president could actually meet with President Xi or have a call anytime soon. So I don't have anything to read out at this time. Um, So he's looking, the president's looking to do that sometimes down the road. I just don't have anything specific or any timeline to zero in on for you all today. Hmm. Okay. Okay, Hold on. Hmm. I can't with this chick. I'm sorry I'm getting hung up on every little detail in her speech pattern. But just like um, a breathing room. She has nothing at this times. She she makes it plural. She did it twice in that. Hmm. I didn't notice that. Play that again. This is I didn't, frustrating. I didn't and then she said timelines. It's weird. I don't know. Play. Is there any updates on when the president could actually meet with President Xi or have a call uh-huh. anytime soon? So I don't have anything to read out at this time. Um, so he's looking, the president's yep. looking to do that sometimes down the road. I just don't have anything specific. Sometimes any down the road. On for you all today. No, you're right. Three times in that. Bizarre. That is weird. I mean, she can't speak right. I would love to know how she learned (laughs) to speak English. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) I don't know. You got to train up your uh, communist infiltrators a little bit better. Right. They're letting letting it slip over at the program. Jeez. I, I mean, she's the White House spokesperson. She should have English down pretty well. You would think, but how, how no. Many, how many different phrases has she messed oh, up? She's mangled. I don't know how many. We've done. I don't know we how many. We played like a thirteen-minute video of her screwing up. Yeah, so many words. Yep. <laughs> and there was one point when KJP reminded us about uh, how great Joe Biden really is. Oh, good. Yeah. I think if you look at what the president has done the last two years, it is more than any other president has done. Uh, ever. No. Well. Yeah, let's think this through. In a bad way, yes. (laughs) Yes, you're right about that. 
if you're looking for destruction of the country uh, issues, yes, he's he's done more to destroy this country than any other president ever has in the first two years. Well, she may have told the truth there. Yeah, she actually did. <laughs> she actually did. She didn't mean to, yeah. <laughs> but she did. Kind of backed into that one. Jeez. And uh, Joe Biden literally has no idea what year it is. That's true. As usual. And maybe most important, I've committed that by 2020, <laughs> we will have conserved 30% of all the lands and waters the United States has jurisdiction over and simultaneously mm. reduce emissions to blunt climate impact. Mm. So we've got that going for us by 2020? Yeah. Huh. Is that like uh, the is soon Africa will hit a billion people thing in 2009? Yeah. Is that what that's, that's all what about? That's what that is. I mean, seriously, this guy has no idea. What year it is, where he is, what's happening. And I think I don't think that's a throwaway line. No. I truly think the man has he just He doesn't know. Back and forth. Sometimes he's mm-hmm. here, sometimes he's not. Yep. There's a term for that. And um, I think it disqualifies you to be president of the United States. You think? I think so. Yeah. Me too. But uh <sighs> But who are we? We're, we're not just, the ones. We're just we're not the ones that decide. Voters. And, yep. Yeah. That's all we are. <laughs> Jeez. After his speech, uh, Congresswoman Anna Eshoo physically pulled Biden across the stage. Hilarious. Look, you know that when the speech is over, (laughs) the man needs a guide, right? They Mm -hmm. they always have some rando walk by who's like, this way, moron. Mm -hmm. And she must have volunteered for that position. And boy, she played this part very well. (laughs) Watch this. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to come over here. Right, come on. I'm not letting go of your hand, old man. I mean, look, we're at a nursing home. We're literally at a nursing home. Embarrassing. Oh, man. Jeez. Because he can't do it. Yeah. If he she, can't do it. If she didn't physically drag him across that stage, he would have never made it there. No. No, he would not have. <laughs> it's absolutely astounding. The state of our nation, man. Oh, How quickly it's bad. it has fallen. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Meanwhile, Donald Trump was on Fox News uh, yesterday with Brett Baer. <clears throat> Man, there's a, there was a lot going on in that interview. Yes. Uh, I mean, an awful lot. He was asked what he would do if he were president again by mm. Brett Baer. Boy, it wasn't that long ago when times were good in this country, huh? Yeah. All uh, right. Let's see. Let's hear this. We asked viewers to send in questions on social media. We had a ton of responses. Uh, here's one of them. Erica tweets this. What is the first thing you will do to turn this country around if you get elected? Well, I do two simultaneously. I start drilling. We have the most liquid gold under our feet yes. than any other country, more than Saudi Arabia, more than Russia. And mm-hmm. that's going to bring down the pressure on inflation. And we're going to have very little inflation very soon. We had virtually none when I was president. And second, that close up the border because we can't have prisoners and uh, people from mental institutions coming into our country. They're emptying mm-hmm. out from all over the world, not mm-hmm. just from the three or four countries we talk about, the neighboring countries all over the world. They're coming right. into our country at, at levels that nobody's ever seen before, Brett, and we have to stop it. And they are emptying out their prisons mm-hmm. and they're emptying out their mental institutions and insane <laughs> asylums into the U.S. and we're not a dumping mm-hmm. ground. I would stop it immediately and get a lot of the bad ones out. We'd get them out very quickly. Hmm. Okay. I mean, you could fix a lot of things real quickly with a new president. Sure could. 
Because you saw how quickly they changed mm-hmm. with this President Biden. Right. For the worse. So That's right. There's some hope there, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, he, he was also asked about his uh, previous administration and, you know, some of the people in it. Because if you remember correctly, he hires the best people. That's right. He hires the best people. I've heard him say that. Yes. Uh-huh. Multiple times. I hire the best people. So okay. Brett Bear went through some of the best people he's hired. Oh, no. Your vice president, Mike Pence, is running against you. Your ambassador to the United Nations, Nikki Haley, she's running against you. Your former secretary of state, Mike Pompeo, said he's not supporting you. You mentioned National Security Advisor John Bolton. He's not supporting you either. You mentioned Attorney General Bill Barr uh, says you shouldn't be president again. Uh, Calls you the consummate narcissist and troubled man. You recently called and uh, Barr a a gutless pig. Uh, Your second defense secretary is not supporting you. Called you irresponsible. This week, you and the White House called your White House Chief of Staff, John Kelly, weak and ineffective and born with a very small brain. You called your acting White House Chief of Staff, Mick Mulvaney, a born loser. You called your first Secretary of State, Rex Tillerson, dumb as a rock. And your first Defense Secretary, James Mattis, the world's most overrated general. You called your White House Press Secretary, Kayla Kennedy, milquetoast. And multiple times you've referred to your Transportation Secretary, Elaine Chao, as Mitch McConnell's China-loving wife. So... Why did you hire all of them in the first place? Because I hired 10 to 1 that were fantastic. <laughs> oh, 10 to 1 that were fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I love how Trump didn't interrupt him. Yeah. Yeah, keep going. No, this is good. <laughs> I like this. It's kind of fun. <laughs> it really was kind of fun, sure. actually. Especially when he got to the stuff Trump had said about him. Oh, that was great. <laughs> what he called Barr? A fat pig? Oh, I don't know. Stupid pig? Some kind of pig. Uh, that was interesting. Wow. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So, I mean, Bard, this was not a softball interview with him. No. There's a lot here, like you said. Yeah. I mean, he asked him about the documents. The only way Nara could ever get this stuff, this mm-hmm. back, would be, please, 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 could we have it back? And they please. asked for that. Because they have no... We they were did talking. ask for it. No. And they said, can you give the documents back? And we were talking. And then they said they went to DOJ to subpoena you to get them Which back. they've never done before. Right. And in but all why fairness, not just hand them over then? Because I had boxes. I want to go through the boxes and get all my personal things out. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hand that over to Nara yet. And I was very busy, as you've sort of seen. Yeah, but I've according to the indictment, you then tell this aide to move to other locations after telling your lawyers to say you'd fully complied with the subpoena when you hadn't. But before mm. I send boxes over, I have to take all of my things out. These boxes were interspersed with all sorts of things. Hmm. Okay, so he was very, very busy and didn't have time to go through the boxes. So that's why he didn't turn them over. Um, we'll see if that explanation flies. I, I'm guessing it won't. Uh, but he was also pushed really hard on what happened in the election in 2020. First of all, I won in 2020 by a lot. Okay. You Let's know, get that straight. I won in 2020. You know that this, and if you look at all of the tapes, if you look at shows. everything that you want to look at, mm-hmm. you take a look at Truth to Vote, where they have people stuffing the ballot boxes on tapes, or let's go to recent. Well, wait a minute. Let's go to recent. FBI Twitter. Let's go to recent. The 51 agents. All corrupt stuff, Brad. Understand about the all, Hunter Biden. Well, no, but that's cheating on things, the election. But that's cheating on the election. You lost the 2020 election. Uh, Brad, <laughs> uh, you take a look at all of the stuff ballots. Oh, you take a look at bro. all of the things, including things like the 51 
intelligence there were, agents. There were recounts in all of the swing states. There was not significant right, widespread. We tried fraud. to get recounts, real recounts, not just numbers of votes. Widespread cast. corruption. There was not a sense of that. There were lawsuits, more than fifty of them, by your lawyers. Some in front of ready, judges, ready? judges that you appointed. Mm. Uh, he's, you know, you're not going to win that battle with Trump because he's just not going to. He's not going to concede. He's not going to concede. It's interesting, though, that the uh, GOP and Trump have both said, all right, uh, we're going to get behind early voting and we're going to get behind mail-in voting because if that's the way the game must be played, we're going to have to play it now. So at least they've committed to doing that. At least, you know, they're going to have to do all the things the Democrats do. Gathering up people and taking them to the polls, the ballot harvesting, all of that kind of stuff is going to have to be done. It, and, uh, I mean, that was a, a very uh, tough interview, if you get a chance to watch all of that there with Brett Baer. Did you see that MSNBC President Rashida Jones indicated on Monday she would be open to having former President Trump uh, on for a town hall event on MSNBC? Wow. And already... The left is freaking out. Bet they are. <laughs> I bet they are. Because he destroyed CNN. I, I I think that this is almost a, a power play by MSNBC to say, yeah, we 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 have that margin for risk that CNN does not. Mm-hmm. In other words, look at us now. We're we're beating Fox in some time slots. Mm-hmm. Look look at us. I mean, if if we upset our base on the left, where are they going to go? They're going to go back to CNN. After what CNN pulled, right? I mean, mm-hmm. this is interesting. So, it is giving an audience uh, to to Donald Trump. I mean, that, that's the thing about the left, man. Oh my gosh, they want they they say that they're you know they're intellectual and they're smarter than us, but yet you've got and we'll talk about this later. I'm sure Peter Hotas uh, refuses to debate uh, RFK Jr. on vaccines. Mm-hmm. You know, they, when push comes to shove, they don't want the debate. No, they never debate. They never. You know, you look at Al Gore, who uh, is such an expert on climate change. He will never debate anybody who feels differently than him. He wouldn't, say, debate Michael Schellenberger. He wouldn't come on this show. He wouldn't go on Glenn's show. He would never do that. Never do that. He's got to go into friendly territory where everybody believes in man-caused catastrophic climate change. It's the same with all these buffoons. Uh, But Trump... Trump is willing to go on CNN because he knows he he can control the discussion. He's willing to go on MSNBC. I'll bet he he take him he'll take him up on that offer. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, go destroy them too. That would be awesome. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be great. Uh, all right, let me tell you about Eden Pure Thunderstorm. You can purify the air in your home. You can get healthy, clean, fresh smelling air. Eliminate odors. Kill mold and mil- mildew. And bacteria and viruses without just covering things up with a perfumey smell. Man, I I can't take that. And that's not what Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifiers do. They destroy these odors. They clean up the air. They use oxy technology that sends uh, O3 molecules into the air. Those seek out odors and pollutants in your home. And it destroys them. Doesn't just mask them, cover up bad odors and pollutants. It eliminates them. So right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. You're going to love this. 
You get three units under $200, which is a fraction of the cost compared to other air purifiers that can go for over $600. But one in in whatever room you need to smell fresh and clean, maybe you've got a litter box or some similar problem, uh, this will take care of it. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, put the discount code PAT in to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAT. Shipping is free. Chris Christie had a message about Donald Trump yesterday. I will do what I need to do to be up on that stage to try to save my party and save my country from going down the road of being led by three-time loser Donald Trump. Loser in 2018 by losing the House. Loser in 2020 by losing the White House and the United States Senate and the worst midterm performance we've seen in a long, long time, led by Donald Trump's selected candidates with Donald Trump as the main issue in many of those races. Loser, loser, loser. <laughs> wow. Okay. Takes one to know uh, one, Chris. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. That's the pot calling the kettle black, isn't it? <laughs> Congresswoman uh, Stacey Plaskett talked about Trump as well and had quite a Freudian slip herself. Having Trump not only have had the codes, but now having the classified information for Americans and being able to put that out and share it in his resort with anyone and everyone who comes through should be terrifying to all Americans. Mm -hmm. And he needs to be stopped. Whoa. What was it? Whoa. whoa, whoa, Wow. Whoa. I'm sorry. He needs to be shot. (laughs) You know. Stopped. That's what she was thinking. Yep. This is what the left thinks. Yeah. But you know, don't 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 say you're targeting a congressional district if you're a Republican, All right? Because then now you're guilty of violence, violent <laughs> rhetoric. But you could it's pathetic. Say a former president is it not? Shot. It's I mean the double standard that we've talked about a million times. It's just so pathetic. Uh, I mean, she clearly that's clearly what she had in mind was that he needs to be shot. <laughs> I've stopped. Shot. Stopped. Stopped by being shot. Mm, no. Nope. Wait. Wait. Is that what I was trying to say? Yeah, I think it was, Putin. I think it was what you were trying to say. Comes through. Should be terrifying to all Americans. Uh-huh. And he needs to be shot. Stopped. Whoa. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Again, if that's a Republican talking about a oh, Democrat, God. can you imagine? All hell breaks loose. Jeez. But these people, they can say whatever they want. I mean, just like vaccine promoter Peter Hotez uh, remains unwilling to agree to a debate, as you mentioned a few minutes ago with Robert Kennedy. Um, but he is fine comparing RFK Jr. to a Holocaust tonight. Oh, yeah, we have the clip if you want that yeah. now. Uh, clip right. 22 is what you're looking for. He went on MSNBC, his safe space. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, this was uh, this is interesting here. Yeah. I would say I don't know if you've agreed to debate or not. My advice is not to, and people might find that surprising because I wrote a book about debate. 
But I just think there's a time and a place for a debate. I don't think a historian of World War II should debate a Holocaust denier. I mean, just you know, that's that's my analogy here. Like I don't think oh, good. these debates between experts and cranks do anything other than elevate the cranks. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, there are certain things you debate. I understand what a debate about 18th century Enlightenment philosophy is and, and mm. debating Rousseau mm -hmm. and Bishop, Bishop Barclay. I understand what political debates are. Oh. But in science, we don't typically do debates. What we do is we write scientific papers. We present our findings in front of a critical audience of our peers to solicit their their input and, and suggestions. But it's you know, one doesn't typically debate science, maybe the one-off discussion of evolution versus creationism and that sort of thing but that's not what we do in science yes it is <laughs> yes it is they debate and experiment and test and and they're doing things all the time in science because they're not positive because science is continually changing uh read one of stephen hawking's books uh, either um, a brief history of time or black holes, baby universes. Read those books. They have evolved in their theories over time, over and over and over and over again. Of course, there's room for debate in science. They don't know everything. In fact, they know very little. Man. They know very little. The left is all about re-educating those Jeez. that refuse to fall in line. Just ask a certain uh, Toronto Blue Jays pitcher, and the list goes on and on and on. Mm -hmm. If you don't get in line with, with their groupthink... You're done. But if you dare to challenge them, if you dare to, to ask them mm -hmm. to defend their stances, oh my gosh, it won't not do a it. chance. Not it won't a chance. Do it. And what does he offer up to? For charity, mm. one and a half million or something. That's what it was yesterday. I don't know mm -hmm. what it stands at now because so many different people have come on board and said, "Okay, and we'll like you put said, in another hundred thousand. Yeah. And now we're up to one and a half million. I don't know what it stands at now. And and by the way, I don't know if we'll have time and overtime today, but we have a five minute montage that somebody put together of Peter Hotez that shows exactly why the man would not want to get into a debate with Robert Kennedy Jr. on vaccines. Um, Gosh, I don't know what the. Uh, I'll have to get back to you on the uh, on the Rogan uh, debate offer total. Uh, RFK. I just it'll just never. You know, it will never come to be. Yeah, because they don't have the strength of their convictions. They they don't have the facts on their side, and there have been so many things that have come to light since the vaccine was originally discussed, and and we were told it was safe and effective, and if you took it. You are not going to get COVID nineteen, and if you uh, if you got the vaccine, you could not pass it on to anybody. So your grandmother was completely safe, your grandfather was completely safe, your neighbors, everywhere you went, you were not spreading that virus. Can I just say that as I try to find this updated total on what we're up to as far as the offer for the debate, the the search results that, that mostly come back. Are this guy, the social media guy, who showed up at Hotez's house on Father's Day to confront him and ask him, you know, hey, why won't you debate on Joe Rogan against RFK? In other words, you give just the slightest bit opening to those on the left. So the story now, the big story is Hotez stalked by RFK supporter. You know, Hotez stalked by because of the Rogan podcast. You know, mm. it, it, you're not helping. 
You're not helping. No. Uh, when you show up at somebody's house like that. Uh, anyway, so I'm... No, because you give so, them that opening. Yeah. It's just like January 6th, you know? We've got that now forever held over our heads because uh, the right was violent on January 6th. All, you know, some people got out of control. It was a small number of people. It's almost never happened before. It hasn't happened since. And uh, because it happened on that day, though, they've got that. They have it to beat us over the head over and over and over again. Don't give them that opening. We got to stay peaceful. It's it just like the... Um, the thousands of Catholics and Christians that showed up at Dodger Stadium over the weekend. Was it Friday night? Yeah. When uh, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, or whatever they call themselves, performed inside the stadium, and Catholics showed up to protest peacefully outside the stadium. And it was a completely peaceful demonstration. It was awesome. It was people standing up against what was going on inside the stadium, but they did it in the right way. They did it in a way that's not going to come back to haunt us. Nobody can point at that and say, see, these people are completely out of control and psycho. See, these are the people we're telling you about that are the biggest uh, uh, terrorists, domestic terrorists, and the biggest threat we face in this country. Uh, two point, what was it? 2.62 2. million now. I was just, mm. uh, as of yesterday... Uh, wow. Now, now offered up to a charity of uh, either Hotez uh, or RFK's choice, I guess. Right? If there's a debate, uh, but I was I was trying to add up what I saw here. Joe Rogan put up a hundred thousand originally. Bill Ackman, a hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, our own Dave Rubin, a uh, hundred thousand. Uh, let's see, at Patrick Bet David, I don't know who that is. Hundred thousand. Uh, Stephen Kirsch, hundred thousand. Jason Howerton, former Bra- Blaze, uh, fifty thousand. I mean, so all these individuals are adding it on, and we're up to 2.6 million. What's wrong, Peter? Put me down for 100 cents. Put me down. Go ahead. Jot it down. I'll do do 200 cents. All right. Yeah, what about that? Pat Gray Unleashed. Got a few tweets here. To share, um, Johnny I-95 is alive. Tweets. <laughs> KJP wasn't wrong when she said Joey was the best communicator in the White House. <laughs> oh, because she's so terrible. She's so Yeah, sick. she's so bad. Uh, man, I yeah, I don't know. It's pretty close. <laughs> it's pretty close. There's got to be an intern or somebody in the White House that can communicate better than either one of them. <laughs> uh, quick, fast delegation. <laughs> Most people don't refer to past events as if they're going to occur in the future. It's just one of Joe's many charms that make him so darn endearing. Yeah. Abyss of the suck, a Blinken a Blinken's body language in the photo with G looks so unnatural. It's as if a steel rod held its posture. America has been handed over to the communist China party by our own corrupt government. Yeah, that was uh that was an awkward photo. Yeah. Didn't care for yeah. it. Uh, James tweets, you missed the best part, Keith. Mm. RFK Jr. and the other guy are both Democrats. Yeah. It's two Democrats that won't debate each other. Yeah, that's great. I do love that. Yeah. It's fun when liberals eat their own. Uh, we've always enjoyed that. Uh, the Titanic search, you know, the search, the sub that goes down and takes people to see the Titanic that's lost now 
Oh, jeez. Uh, you know, maybe in 13,000 feet of water, this would be the deepest underwater rescue of all time. Oh, my gosh, man. 13,000 feet. And uh, they've got enough air, we think, until Friday, right? Isn't that what... Yeah, yesterday was at 96, so do the math. I think that gets us sometime Friday. That is not good. Mm. This is... There are the guys in this little sub. Can we go to the next picture? So it's controlled by a uh, PlayStation controller, Sega or Nintendo or whatever that is. I mean... That's what, what it? it looks like, right? Yeah. Is it literally? I don't know. Like a modified. <laughs> can't be literally a PlayStation joystick. That's what, it, what is that, Chris? <laughs> what game? What console is that from? That's Saga, I think. Yeah, that's Sega. A, a Saga. Uh, yeah. Genesis. Yeah, I thought right. it was Sega Genesis, man. Oh, there it is. Some NHLPA ninety-five. Come on now. <laughs> so that's what your life is, is. Well, plus you can't get you can't get out from the inside, right? Right. So somebody posted um. An excerpt from an article. What's the next one, please? <clears throat> Read that. He added that because the passengers are sealed inside the vessel by bolts applied from the outside, there's no way to escape, even if you rise to the surface by yourself. <sighs> you cannot get out of the sub without a crew on the outside letting you out. Wow. Geez. Insane. I would never agree. I don't care what kind of artifacts are down there. No, I don't Not even. a chance in hell no. I'm getting in that thing. Nope. No, thank you. If I don't have the ability to get out, oh my gosh. Mm-mm. 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 No, thank you. No. So, I got to do an MRI today, and it's one of those closed MRIs for like 45 minutes. I don't know that I can even do that. I'm so claustrophobic. I could not get into a, a little sub like that, knowing that there's no escape unless somebody lets me out. No way so, could I do that. Have you been to this no MRI place before? Uh, yeah, but not for a long time. Okay, because uh, mm-hmm. I, mean, I get a lot of MRIs. You know, mm-hmm. I, I injure myself a lot. Mm-hmm. I love the places where you can pick the album you're listening to. Right? Oh, you, you ever been to those? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Because because yeah. sometimes you get so there's three different options here. There, mm-hmm. There's the one where they just put you in and you're like pick a genre mm-hmm. and you have no idea what you're gonna get and you're just stuck there, right? And then the other one you get to pick your album. Then the, the the terrible ones are where you just literally just lay there in silence and just hear. Yeah, it's very loud, very very loud. All these every sound a machine makes happens during an MRI. Yes, and you're just you're trapped in this teeny little Don't you tunnel. Dare move! Don't move! But my back! You're gonna ruin it! No, my back! So yeah, it'll be. I can't wait. All right. Well, good so luck I, I'm not getting into a sub like that. No. Ever, ever. Not ever. I mean, forget about the fact that there's only 96 hours worth of air. If anything goes wrong, I, I just the closed-in space, I couldn't do. See, I'm not generally claustrophobic. I think if I got inside a submarine, I would soon discover I'm claustrophobic. Yeah, probably. Yeah, one like that. Oh, no, especially one like that. No, thank you. Yeah. Mm-mm. You know what? I'll look at the pictures on television that you show me from the Titanic. That's going to be plenty for me. I mean, the artifacts down there can't be worth that kind of risk. Uh, no. And by the way, it just got brought out to my attention that you paid $250,000 to go down there. What? To look? Just to look? I don't even to... get to take home a souvenir? No, just to look, to dive and see the world's most famous shipwreck oh my is $250,000. No, no. What a waste of money when you see the same thing on TV afterwards. Okay. Wow. Uh, quick question. Jeez. Um, so did they just, mm. did, they, did we know, did they just lose contact with them? Did they, did they not come up when they were supposed to? How do we know 
that they're missing. That I haven't even heard. Because they haven't come back up yet, they just, right? They were due back. They didn't show up. They, they were due. Yeah, they did okay. not show up. They were due back up. But I don't know that they've talked to them. Have, do they know where they're alive for nope. sure? No contact. Don't even know that. This is not good. Yeah, that's not good. Jeez. Mm. Mm. Be one thing. If you knew they were alive, you knew where they were, just go get them. You know, we could probably handle that. But when you don't know where they are, that's uh, that's tough. That makes it really hard. Mm. All right. 888 Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, something else we can worry about is uh, AI spinning completely out of control. That's another one of the issues that we're dealing with right now. Isn't and 2023 it's fun, one. fun? It's fun. <laughs> it's just plain fun. Uh, we've got this DJ Ashley okay. explaining AI. All right. So Ashley's uh, a DJ. Yeah. All right. Let's see what's happening. And Today, I go from just Ashley to AI Ashley live. on Live 95.5. Live 95.5. So let's see how close the AI sounds to me. Yeah. All right. Today, I go from just Ashley to AI Ashley on Live 95.5. Let's see how close the AI sounds to me. Uh-oh. Hmm. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, just recorded her like voice. Is that... I guess I have the day off. <laughs> okay. Wow. Hmm. Let's see. All right. I... So, that, that, was, that was DJ Ashley. DJ Ashley on Live 95.5. And then... The AI Ashley goes on the air with a Taylor Swift winner. Oh, what happened? All right, that's AI. It's AI Ashley calling her first Taylor Swift winner. Oh, calling. So this is the AI doing this, Hello. not Ashley, hey, right? Who's this? It's AI Ashley from Live 95.5. What's your name? This is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Where are you from? Salem, Oregon. Do you have any idea why I might be calling you today? Um, the only thing I can think of is Taylor Swift. Did you text in to win the tickets? Yes. It looks like you got every keyword on Friday. I tried real hard. I tried really hard. Well, that's why I'm calling today. Stop it. Lisa, you won. Stop it. Oh, my Stop God. It. No way. Yes way. You're going to see Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. That's amazing. And not only that, uh. we're going to send you some merch from the Taylor Swift uh. and Fearless era. To Sounds real, show. right? Yep. I'm so excited. Do you know who your plus one is going to be? Uh, my granddaughter. Is she a big Swifty? Yep. Huge. Huge. We hope you two have so much fun. Oh, boy. That is really something. Okay, so... So if the AI did all of that on its own... Yeah. That's incredible. Because... Uh, that's incredible. You know, we were talking during the break, and I said... Wow. Okay, look, she just recorded her... It Basically, it just mimicked her, right? right. And the first example. Right. And so I was thinking that, that it was just going to do the same thing. She, Ashley, the real Ashley, called the winner, mm-hmm. and now we're just going to listen to the AI version of that? But, but but no. If it's accurate, Apparently, the way they set it up was it? Was yeah, with the, that was AI coming up with all those things to say back to the reacting listener. in real time to yes. the lady on the phone. Yes. Okay. Now I'm scared. Now that's crazy. Now I don't like it. That's crazy. Now I don't like it. If you're if you're a station manager, oh boy, are you going to continue to pay? Oh. I I don't know what they make it ninety five five. I don't know what city oh, that is. Gosh. But are you going to pay a DJ $50,000 a year? Or are you going to get an AI and pay them nothing? So so 
Let, let me, let, Portland? Okay. So Portland, okay. 50, yeah, nobody 100, wants to, maybe see, You need AI in Portland. Nobody wants to commute into that wow, town. Oh, jeez. Risk their life. Okay, can I just pull back the curtain just a little bit here on your local radio station? It's probably, you got, your favorite station is probably in a building with about five other stations there in the city. You know, different. At least five. Right, right. Different, uh, different formats. Mm-hmm. You got the news talk down the hall. You got the light rock, classic rock, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And on the weekends, let's say, you might have one guy up there. Yeah, you have the DJ. By the way, the DJ that you hear on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, he recorded that uh, Friday at four o'clock so he could beat traffic. And if you live in a smaller market, <laughs> a DJ in Los Angeles recorded it for about fifteen or twenty or thirty different markets. Yes, yes. And it's not even somebody in your area. Yeah, who it's did it. somebody at their house, and they just put it in the computer, and then it just. And so the one weekend guy is up there making sure that all of the stations are time synced and all the spots are playing at the right time. And mm-hmm. let's make sure that, that this DJ uh, interjection is here at the right time because you'd hate him to say, you don't want him to go, oh, it's two o'clock when it's four o'clock. So you make sure that everything's in order and going to play at the right time. Mm-hmm. You don't even need that if you got the AI running the ship. Nope. All help. Nope. Oh, I, mean, I mean, already radio has changed so much know, since I got into it, and it's uh, there's so many fewer jobs than there used to be. Yeah, but this would eliminate all the rest. Overnights used to be a training ground uh-huh. for people getting their feet wet. Yep. My first major market job was running the board overnights for Coast to Coast AM in Atlanta. And it was during our belt. And I could mm-hmm. experiment and, you know, crossfades here, you know, do all sorts of fun stuff, right? It's mm-hmm. completely automated now. So if I drive in, I listen to Coast to Coast AM, I know when this thing's going to screw up because the PD hasn't taken five seconds to listen to his station. Wake up sometime, dude, because, you know, this is going to happen here because no one is there. It's just rolling and it's got its whatever yeah. bugs are in the log. Yeah. This is this is going to eliminate even more jobs during the day. Yes. Yes, it will. We've gone from having to have someone there around the clock. To, to not having to, to, to have anybody there. To, right, to having Ever. somebody babysit the thing, uh-huh. to now nobody is there, and now even fewer are going to be there now associated yep. with the station. <laughs> I mean, you're, everything's going to be AI. Yep. Everything. Wow. Is going to be AI. You'll you'll never know if you're dealing with a person that's, or a computer. That's really chilling. Yeah, it is. That is really something. Now, if we get a follow-up that says that she just recorded that, then we'll take yeah, back everything. Now that's that's <laughs> different. If that's just her and yeah. she recorded it and says it's the AI. Yeah, then we're gonna breathe uh, exhale a little right. bit. Right. And that's kind of what I hope happened. Know <laughs> somebody tell us. Oh man. <sighs> All right. If you're struggling with stiff or aching joints and you're tired of letting this discomfort steal the joy and freedom from your life, here's a natural solution that you're going to love. It's called Joint Support by Pure Health Research. Stuff is amazing. It contains seven of Mother Nature's best superfoods for supporting comfortable, healthy, and flexible joints. It even promotes healthy cartilage growth, too. All it takes is one small capsule of Joint Support every day to start feeling positive effects on your joint health. And because you listen to this show, you can try Joint Support risk-free today and get a 30-day supply of Omega-3 when you take advantage of this special offer. Promotes joint lubrication, makes it easier to move in comfort. You're also getting two free e-books so you can learn more about joint health. 
Head over to getjointhelp.com slash pad to order joint support and claim your free bottle of omega-3 while supplies last. That's getjointhelp.com slash pad. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. So, uh, Planned Parenthood has a special message for Pride Month. Oh, I like special messages. Yeah, I do too. Uh, They tweeted out, uh, labeling abortion as only women's rights or as a woman's issue Uh erases the experiences and identities of queer, non-binary, and uh, trans folks. Let's who see. also have abortions. Oh, look, that's cute. See? And they and it downplays look. <laughs> the additional barriers they face look. when accessing uh, care, abortion access. Look at this. This and is it affects cute. us all. Don't you like this? This this is cute. See right here. Mm-hmm. You got everybody can get an abortion. Even 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 dudes. Even dudes can get an abortion. <laughs> no, that's not true. If you're a if you look like a dude, but you're getting an abortion, you're actually a woman. Sarah Berwick responded with, "You li- talking to Planned Parenthood, you literally said it was a women's issue for decades. Yeah. Only right. women can get pregnant. This has not changed and will never change. Ah. Oh. That's so great. Yeah. And point that out, by mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. And uh, our own pathead, uh, Blue Check, she said that uh, so Planned Parenthood has no issue erasing pregnant women or aborting <laughs> both straight and gay kids. Got it. It's all about the money. It sure is, man. Wow. What an evil organization. Oh, my gosh. I would love it. To, okay. Hold Conceived on. in evil, and they continue to wallow. In the evil. You talk all these about years later. an organization that has followed their mission statement to mm-hmm. a T all these years. Mm-hmm. I want some dude to go into Planned Parenthood with cameras rolling, be like, "Yeah, I'm here to get an abortion," and they're clearly a dude. <laughs> and just and you could just say, "Hey, I've got your tweet here. It says right abortion it says access I could have for an all. abortion. So so is it abortion access for all, or are you going to discriminate and kick me out?" This world is insane. It is. It's. I mean, it's. It's asinine, because you're just again you're denying biology, you're denying science, and it was they who would accuse the right on a regular basis of denying science, and they are the biggest science deniers. I've never seen anything like it. Now. I know, man. I've never seen anything like it. It's insane. Hey, you know, we were talking about AI just a moment ago. We never talked about the um, the military operation. They were doing some uh, training exercises and stuff, and and the AI killed its operator because it was you know trained to take out like where the I don't know it was just trained to take out wherever the uh, the threat was, mm-hmm. and so it, it it's I mean it was Skynet effectively. From Terminator. Really? So it killed its operator during the course of this training exercise. Uh, I don't think we're quite there yet. Uh, let's make sure if, if this thing is going to be completely unleashed on us, can we make sure that we get all the bugs worked out first? <laughs> no, we're not going to. <laughs> you know, let's get the inflection. We're, we're not going to. Let's get the inflection over at the radio station and let's get the AI that won't kill the drone operator uh, during military exercises. And also, AI, mm-hmm. Pat, you're going to love this. 
AI is going to rewrite the Bible for us in other religious texts. Oh, is it? This is not oh, going to end well at okay. all. That's great. Got to rewrite it with AI. Jeez. There will scary. be people worshiping AI soon. Oh, yeah. That, that will happen. It'll yep. become a thing. 888-900-3393. Warpack Ray Unleashed, coming up. Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, got some tweets here. The deplorable Mister Jack Wagon. Excuse me, all science has been settled for quite some time. Now, if you excuse me, it's time for my leech bloodletting treatment. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yep, that's right. Uh, That's exactly the way uh, it's gone, right? I mean, that's what killed George Washington, by the way. It is, man. So Draining uh, his blood. Yeah. Yeah, so we've come we've come a long way since then. What if we stopped debating science back then? What would have happened? What if we stopped it when when we thought Piltdown Man was the missing link? What if we would have stopped there? Jeez. <laughs> you can't let that Piltdown Man no, go. No, I can't. I can't let it go. No, I can't let it, it go. Explain to people that may not know what Piltdown Man is. Uh, it's a massive hoax that lasted for 41 years where they thought they found the missing link. They thought they found the... That would prove evolution. Yeah, that would prove evolution. It was the link between humans and apes. And uh, turns out it was uh, fabricated. It was a complete hoax. Mm -mm. And part of it was even plastic. And they still didn't find out for over 40 years. Yeah, it wasn't even that good. Oh, God. Unbelievable. But trust the scientists. Trust the science. Yes. Trust the science. Jeffy's Bionic Man Unit tweets uh, Hey, Peter Hotez, what are experiments, if not debates in physical form? Mm-hmm. Uh, Man Snoops tweets, is there any way to make an AI that can drive a truck and deliver propane for me? I can do whatever I want while AI is making me money. Uh, from Shadow, Pat, check out Spotify AI DJ. Oh, really? Yeah. That sounds pretty real. Uh-oh. Spotify AI DJ. I'm looking right now. Mm, okay. We'll check into that. Mm-hmm. From Jimmy Dimples, if the Blaze ever dumps Pat or Keith for AI, they can go find AI to replace me and my subscription, too. Just saying. Nice. That's nice of you. Appreciate that. Uh, And we got Stephen Hess. How do we know Jeffy is not AI? Mm. Mm. Uh, Does AI take up half a room? That's probably a good indicator. Yeah, probably. I can't find AI DJ on Spotify. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm I'm kind mm. of bummed because I really want to try this out. Yeah, maybe send us some directions. How do we do yeah. it? How do we find it? Help. Uh, <clears throat> remember when late night television was actually funny? Yeah, me neither. Uh, it's pretty <laughs> hard a while. to remember when those network comedians actually made you laugh. Well, 
Here at Blaze TV, we're bringing Late Night back right. with the release of our new show, Normal World. Uh, join comedians Dave Landau and Quarter Black Garrett tonight, mm-hmm. 10 p.m. Eastern, as they reinvent Late Night TV using uh, topical sketches, comedic conversations on the latest political and social news, and even musical guests. Blaze TV, it's rescuing comedy from the humorless left. So join us tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern. So that'd be 9 Central. Head over to uh, YouTube.com at Normal World and hit the notification bell so you don't miss out on the fun. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to this. <clears throat> Big fan of Dave's. Uh, okay, so uh, Joe just sent me this. Uh, yeah, Spotify debuts, new AI DJ right in your pocket. So um, we'll have to try this out and report mm. back. Yeah. All right. This is going to be fun. AI DJ. Hmm. Okay. Looking forward to that. Also, uh, Hillary Kennedy will be in here to talk about UFC and Conor McGregor Uh and the rape allegations uh, in about half an hour. So join us for that. Don't miss Hillary. She's a big UFC fan. She loves the blood and guts. This is going to test her loyalty. Yeah, she's a big Conor McGregor fan. Uh And I I don't know. There's uh, no way around, apparently, the fact that he was with the girl, right? Because what it feels like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but was it consensual? That seems to be the question. Yeah, there's been a lot that's come out in the last uh, 72 hours mm-hmm. to update that original claim. So Okay, we'll get into all yeah. of that. Uh, William in South Carolina. Hi, you're on The Blaze. Welcome. Good morning, Pat. Morning, morning Keith. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best part of waking up. Is Folgers in your cup? Show. Yeah. Oh, great. No, your your great. show. That's even it's better. Awesome. Uh, that doesn't uh, rhyme. Thanks, William. Appreciate if, it. If uh, if common sense was a superpower, you guys are uh, off the charts. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Have you guys figured out the uh, Kamala Harris um, brain twister about the uh, things we can do in the future or, you know, oh, unburdened by the past? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Have you figured it out? What was the quote exactly? Hold on. Let's... Hold on, what was it? Unburdened by... Mm. Yeah, unburdened by the past. Anything we want to do in the future is unburdened by what we do in the past. So if you want to change the election laws, say, to where anybody can vote, even dogs and cats. So we'll just go ahead and change the law, change the states, Mm -hmm. and then anybody can vote. So that's that's her her thing is this this ultra-progressive where any law, like a marijuana law or murder laws or anything like that we can just change them and say okay it's totally legal now mm. everybody can do anything they want to do mm-hmm. you know um so that's 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 pretty much the way i deciphered it you know it's, no i think you're probably right I, I think you're probably right appreciate it thanks a lot for that perspective oh you got it uh william uh it also reminds me of this and Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. We are going to have to change our conversation. Right. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions, our mm-hmm. history. We're going to have to mm-hmm. move into a different place. Yeah, we're unburdened by the traditions and the conversations of the past. Completely unburdened by it. So we're just creating a whole new future based on nothing we've done in the past. Uh, that's That's what they want. Because they want to change America completely. Oh, and they're doing such a great job at it. (laughs) I think of this moment as a moment that is about great momentum, inspired by, yes, optimism, inspired by 
a crisis, no doubt, Mm -hmm. Um, but inspired by also our collective ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been. What has been, yeah, what can be unburdened. See what can be unburdened by what has been. I mean, Uh, there you go. Heartbeat away from that brilliance taking over. Uh, And it's it's also reminiscent of this. We are five days away mm-hmm. from fundamentally transforming the United States of America. They're doing it all. They're doing it all. They're transforming, fundamentally transforming us. Uh, you don't fundamentally transform something that you love, which shows how they feel about this country. They hate it, and they want to completely change it. They want to change the history. They want to change the conversation. They want to change the traditions. <clears throat> And we're completely unburdened by the past. <laughs> okay, I, I have right. I have gone back to 2008 in my mind much more than I should. And do you think that if Ron Paul had been the nominee, mm-hmm. would he have even been able to stop Barack Obama? That train was yeah, I don't unstoppable. I don't think so. You th- if he was the Republican nominee, correct instead of McCain? No, I don't think so. I don't That's... think there was anybody that could have stopped him. Yeah, I just think Obama was inevitable. Yeah, he was. Ugh. Because it was that merger of uh, history and and person. I mean, he presented himself as a moderate at the beginning. And turned out that was <laughs> completely not the case, of course. But he was going to be the guy that transformed the Democrat Party. And he was going to bring everybody together. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder what... Do we did the exact opposite. You know, one thing I have failed to do, and I am not in any circumstance suggesting that uh, John McCain would have been a good president. So don't hear what I'm not saying. Yeah, look at this. Mm. So before the financial collapse in September, I, this, at least this poll right here, uh, this Gallup poll, USA Today Gallup poll, uh, this is Labor Day. McCain was up four over Obama. Oh, man. On Labor Day, he was up by four. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> I, so, again, this isn't an endorsement of John McCain in any case no. in point. I mean, he was it's, terrible. It's but... just saying, hey, look, uh, close to keeping Obama out of there from transforming, fundamentally transforming this nation. You remember how, how it, what derailed him, though, was the... The Soros 100- plan to collapse our economy? Well, there was that, okay. but there was also the uh, 100-year comment. We might be in Iraq for 100 years. Yeah. Uh, not saying that we wanted us to be, or we would be, but it could happen. But it was a... I mean, nobody wanted to be in Iraq for 100 years, and I think that really hurt him. I think it really did. Uh, also, Pennsylvania's biggest coal plant, Homer City... Gonna shut down in July. Uh oh, good. That doesn't sound good at all. That's no, that's great because it's coal, Keith, and coal is dirty, filthy, nasty stuff. So a week and a half left of of this coal fire power plant there in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh huh. Good. Okay. Well, make the most of this next ten days. And remember another. uh, This reminds me of another Obama comment. So if somebody wants to build a coal power plant, they can. (laughs) Yeah. It's just that it will bankrupt them because they're going to be charged a huge sum Hmm. for all that uh, greenhouse gas that's being emitted. Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) Whatever happened to that guy? Oh, man. Well, he's he's, uh, still in the same place. Uh Yeah, just pushing behind the scenes now. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) That's all. Third term. Uh, So next month, it uh, the largest coal plant in Pennsylvania will shut down. 
The Homer City Generating Station in Indiana County, Pennsylvania, will cease producing power July 1st. For decades, 1,800 megawatt plant ran almost continuously, but in recent years, uh, it became less competitive with new combined cycle natural gas power plants. Oh, good. Last year, the plant ran only 20% of the time, down from 82% in 2005. Like the country in general, coal used used to be Pennsylvania's dominant source of electricity, but the shale gas revolution brought about by high, uh, hydraulic fracturing changed all that. Starting next month, Pennsylvania will have five coal-burning power plants left, and all of them are scheduled to be shut down or converted to gas by uh, 2028. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. That's I mean, going to go really well. This is the WEF plan for the world, right? Yeah. You take away yeah. um, our quality of life and you institute these uh, mm-hmm. these ridiculous uh, mandates and stuff. Now, what, what that is there in your hand is, I thought this was interesting. Uh, for the first time ever, one of these invitations to the World Economic Forum from Klaus Schwab himself um, was, uh, th- was delivered mm-hmm. to a world leader mm-hmm. has, been, has been made public. And I thought, you know what? Let, this would be a fun little letter to read, huh? From Klaus Schwab to who is it? The the head guy of the uh, Netherlands or something? Mark Rutt? Sure. Prime Minister yeah. of the Netherlands. Yeah. yeah. What what is that highlighted <clears throat> stuff right there? Uh underpinning. This was dated uh October twenty first, twenty twenty. Okay. Dear Prime Minister. Okay. I'm pleased to invite you to the World Economic Forum annual meeting twenty twenty one. We will which will take place in Lucerne, Bergenstock, Switzerland, starting on Tuesday evening, 18th of May, and ending in the evening of Friday, May 21st, 2021. This annual meeting will be the first opportunity for leaders from government and business to come together Mm. and design a common recovery path and rebuild a more resilient, cohesive, and sustainable society. Uh, This is where they go get their marching orders for their own individual countries. Mm Mm-hmm. Underpinning it will be the process of the Great Reset. Hey oh my gosh. Hey oh that conspiracy theorist yeah. Glenn Beck that has been talking about yeah. this. Why would you even bring that up? <laughs> what a buffoon. Come on now. He is for talking about the Great Reset. <laughs> By the way, uh book two in that series uh comes out mm, is it next week? I think it's next oh, week. Oh yeah, it's soon. Yeah, it's coming up right away. Uh, so the Great Reset, an unprecedented mobilization of actionable ideas from the former forums, action groups, platforms, and other initiatives to shape the post-COVID-19 world. Mm. <clears throat> the forum will limit participation in the event to ensure the, its community spirit. <laughs> <clears throat> in other words, no outside forces. You're in a you're an exclusive club, bro. Man, participants in uh, Lucerne Bergenstock will connect with a network of 400 hubs around the world, providing the opportunity for dialogue with the forum's global shapers and ensuring openness and inclusion. Oh, that's good. You got to have that. The annual meeting will only take place if the forum can guarantee the health and safety of participants and the host community. Okay, COVID time. Mm-hmm. In view of the leading role. The Netherlands has taken in steering Europe's recovery efforts and the future of Europe. Your perspectives on building the Great Reset at a global level with the international community would be highly appreciated. The forum will be in contact with your office to ensure that your your participation in the annual meeting 2021 is productive. Okay. Sincerely, blah, blah, blah. 
That's something else. Uh, wow. Mm. There it is. Mm. Not only did he mention it, he mentioned it twice, the Great Reset. But don't worry about it. That's just a conspiracy, conspiracy theory. theory. Exactly. It's just nonsense mm-hmm. from the right. Yes. Those <laughs> kooks. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Every day, the parallel economy grows bigger and bigger. It's powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product they consume. Big mobile companies are no different. For years, they've been dumping millions into leftist causes. And we just had to take it because, well, you need a cell phone, right? And you probably thought there was no alternative, but there is. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks, so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. Plus, their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching really easy. You can keep your phone. You can keep your number, too. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash pat or call 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today when you use the offer code PAT. patriotmobile.com slash pat or 878-PATRIOT. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. While reading the Klaus Schwab letter to the Prime Minister of the Netherlands, mm-hmm. mentioned that, uh, you know, where he mentions the Great Reset, which is just conspiracy theory. Yeah. Except that uh, that's exactly what Klaus Schwab calls it twice in the letter to the uh, Prime Minister of the Netherlands. Anyway, uh, the second book in the series of the Great Reset, Dark Future, debuts July 11th. So be watching for that. This is, I think this is our meatiest book ever. 430 cool. pages. And then uh, maybe 80 or 90 pages of notes, uh, footnotes of where we get all the information. So, so you got a few weeks you powerful. can catch up if you want to read the, the first book, yes. The Great Reset by Glenn Beck. Exactly. And then this one comes out, what, July 11th? July say? 11th. Okay. Uh, watch for it. Uh, all right, Oscars uh, voters <laughs> slamming Hollywood inclusion standards. Yeah, I love it. What did you say earlier? Uh, liberals eating their own? Love it. <laughs> There's nothing better, really. Yeah. And the new diversity rules are starting to create a little bit of a problem for some people. Legendary actor Richard Dreyfus, uh, whom Glenn spoke to not too long ago, actually. He was in this building. Uh, he condemned Hollywood's new inclusivity standards in strong terms during a recent interview, claiming they make him vomit. (laughs) (laughs) The Academy Awards are facing much criticism after implementing new diversity and inclusion guidelines for 2024. The guidelines must be adhered to by any film in the running for a a Best Picture Oscar. Oh my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. So stupid. Several voting members sounded the alarm after the Academy Awards released its Aperture 2025 initiative, a sweeping set of regulations designed to make Hollywood more equitable and diverse. So good. Is that even possible? Can you make it more so? <laughs> it's completely ridiculous, one director said in an interview with The Post. I'm for diversity. But to make you cast certain types of people if you want to get nominated, that makes the whole process contrived. Right. The person who is right for the part should get the part. Why should you be limited in your choices? But it's the world we're in. This is crazy. 
Beginning in 2024, film producers and directors will be required to submit to the Academy a dossier of the sort that points to the race, gender, sexual orientation, and disability status of their film's cast and crew members. According to the media outlet, one of Hollywood's biggest producers also chimed in about the new diversity rules and noted that very few people in the industry favor the guidelines. However, they failed to speak out about the topic out of fear of cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why nothing changes. I tell you, if, you're, if you truly want to diversify Hollywood, maybe you could employ less rapists and pedophiles. Hmm. Seems like they have plenty right now. Huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you could take a little time, a little more time off from raping each other. <laughs> that would be helpful, wouldn't it? That would be helpful. Mm-hmm. It'd be different, too. <laughs> It'd be different. It would be helpful. It would be nice. I think for all concerned, uh, there's another big... What was it? Is it Masterson? What's that guy's name that was in... Um, uh, that 70s show, I think. Oh, the oh Danny Masterson. Yeah, Danny yeah. Masterson. He's being accused of rape. I think he was right found now. guilty. And he was. Oh, that's right. He was more than confused. He was... I mean, more than accused. Uh-huh. He was found guilty and uh, got... Was it 20 years? How long is he going Or on? maybe they haven't decided on a sentence Life yet. sentence? Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's what it is. <clears throat> so he could get 30 years to life. Oof. So a minimum of 30 years? So I guess Scientology was kind of caught up in that whole thing. Oh, was it really? Yeah. I have not really followed it, just the headlines. Yeah, they did, I didn't really either until the very end. Mm. But he's a Scientologist, and so were the girls he, he apparently raped. I see. Uh, and so the, the church... They say uh, very much discourage them from speaking out. They said, "Well, let, let's let's handle that inside, you know, the church. Let's just have, let, we'll we'll handle that. We'll punish him. Don't go to the authorities." And so apparently, I think that worked for a while, hmm. but not forever, obviously, because okay. it just uh, he just got convicted. Mm-hmm. But also, AMC has pulled a documentary featuring detransitioners from theaters because of pressure. What have we said? All, the theme of today mm. is the left does not want the debate. They don't want to be they exposed, man. They can't take the debate. They, they don't want the debate because they can never win the debate. Yep. They can't win it. So the documentary featuring the journey of several of these uh, trans people who have detransitioned Scheduled to hit the big screen this week was scrapped by AMC after activists mounted a pressure campaign to stop the the movie's screening. This was not done by conservatives. This was done by liberals. This was a movie done by liberals. The major uh, movie theater chain canceled the showings of No Way Back, the reality of gender-affirming care. Uh, But the producers of the film are claiming AMC caved to the demands of a transgender advocacy group called Queer Trans Project. The documentary was scheduled to be released in select theaters June 21st for one day. They couldn't even do it for one day. Terrified of the truth being out there. Wow. Wow. I think it's incredibly dangerous to set this precedent of suppressing free speech. Suppressing viewpoints that basically are just unpopular or difficult to uh, to deal with. The 90-minute film claims to feature the stories of detransitioners as well as a dozen experts in related fields. 
Press materials for the film say it examines the risks and long-term implications of gender-affirming medication. Wait, there's risks? <laughs> I thought it just made your life perfect. Right, when right. You, when you lop well, off your parts? It saves lives. Right. Keith? Right. Yeah. These <laughs> puberty blockers save lives. Lopping off people's body parts? Saves lives. Saves lives. Saves lives. Yeah. People see what are happens. super, super happy after after all of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's I wonder great. how uh, happy AMC is going to be to see if they're affected by this. Right. Mm. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh. Welcome. Uh, we're joined by Hillary Kennedy from the Four Minute Buzz, and of course, HillaryKennedy.com. Thank you. Glad to be back. One no, L. One great to L. have you. One L. Yes, Hillary. One, one L. L. Thank I, you. I don't want to be confused with right. the other Hillary. No, you do not. <laughs> so uh, you are a big UFC fan, a big Conor McGregor fan, and of course, he's in the news uh, pretty prominently right now. And not in necessarily a good way. No, Connor, why? why? I love him so much. But yeah, and this isn't the first time that he's had these sorts of accusations, but he's oh. been accused of sexual assault recently. He was at the uh, the NBA uh, finals game in Miami, and he was seen partying with a woman after the game. And apparently he emerges from a restroom grabs her by the hand, brings her into the restroom, which she willingly follows him in there. Mm-hmm. His security... Some yeah, there's of them are video seen, of that if you haven't seen it. Yes. So, so that's how we know that. His security, some of them f- seem to follow them into the restroom, some are outside the restroom. Anyway, she accuses him of sexual assault and says that took place in the restroom, that she was able to elbow him enough to escape and leave. But then another video emerged where you see the two of them partying again at a club there after the fact oh wow so it's kind of muddy waters with this story her attorney said she did have no less than six drinks that night and that she was prepared to escort him back to the four seasons hotel and i think she thought that's where that was going maybe i don't know either way Uh, he says nothing has happened he's like you can tell from these videos that nothing happened we were still hanging out afterwards these allegations are nothing but a shakedown He says she tried to get him to pay her money because of the incident. And when he refused, then she took it to the media. So is it correct that Mm. she did not approach anybody in the arena for help? She didn't approach a police officer for help. If this had just occurred, she could have run to one of these individuals, right? But instead it was two days later when she retained an attorney? She says that she tried, her attorney said that she tried to go to the police the next day and was turned away. And, and so was turned I, away. I, I don't know how true that is. The problem is wow. in these sorts of instances, unless you have a rape kit or something like that done immediately after the fact, yeah. then it just becomes a he said, she said. Mm, right. And it looks really bad if she's sent messages to his WhatsApp number or however she did it asking for money. And then he says no. Mm. And then all of a sudden this plays out. But Oof. Connor and also is that should what happened? not. I, Yes, she did so send... he, he says that uh-huh. she sent messages and asked or called and asked for money. And he said, no, this is a total shakedown. I'm not paying anybody. Nothing happened. So then he said that's when she went to the media. We don't really know. Mm. It's mm. it's sort of a gray area there. But yeah. uh, Connor's fiance, Dee Devlin, they've been together since he was 19 years old. Yeah, and they have what, two kids? 
She's pregnant with their fourth. Oh, okay. wow. Hold on. How old is he? Jeez. Yeah. How old wow. is Connor? Well, 30, let's not jump into marriage, 35. though. Let's not, well, let's not get crazy. So I wondered about that because they've got now almost four children. Yeah. I wondered years. about that. And I don't know if that is a sort of a calculated business move mm. on his part. They mm. live in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they, they also have a home in Ireland. But if they were to get married and something like this happened and they went through a divorce, how much of a settlement would she get? You know, I don't know if he would demand yeah. a prenup after they've been together all this time, but this may be a financial decision on his he part. Knew her we don't for know. Five Maybe. years before he joined UFC, I'm seeing. Hmm. The problem is so. he he hmm. continually finds himself in these situations. So whether finds or not he's himself. actually doing any of the things he's accused of at the very least he's putting himself in compromising positions that opens him up to these sorts of attacks which is yeah not wise when you lead a woman by the hand into a bathroom and you know uh yeah people are watching you i mean there's a whole bunch of witnesses there that's not gonna go well okay that's not gonna go well well she needed to use the restroom and Uh, i was telling her well you can come in here it's a private bathroom oh that's what happened right Uh but not not very many people are gonna (laughs) hillary kennedy uh conor mcgregor apologist you're on the stand uh conor finds himself in these positions. Uh-huh. Do you mean puts himself okay. in these positions? Puts himself in these positions. <laughs> okay, and, and can we also revisit the whole um, he didn't get married? They, it, it's Maybe it's a business decision. Oh, uh, come on, I'm man. not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying I think <laughs> that could be okay. a reason all why right, right. he has chosen not to marry her. Uh, I will say this. It could be. When, when she flew to New York to be by his side like the day after or right shortly after these by allegations slap him in the face no, well they they posted photos to Instagram she's giving him a foot massage oh. he's surrounded by his children after on Father's the fact? Day yes this is over the top now when wow. she arrived in New York to wow. be with him it looked as if she might be wearing some new jewelry so, <laughs> oh, the Kobe Bryant treatment. So you never know. Yeah. Oh, so man. you never know. But in any case, she has stuck by him. She's mm. she's all in on this. But he was accused of this same thing in 2019 of uh, alleged sexual assault of a woman in a Dublin hotel. Then in October of 2019, mm. so not that long later, the police received another complaint against him from a woman who said he'd sexually assaulted her in a car outside of a Dublin pub oh wow i didn't know about these so yeah did you keith have you heard these i haven't heard no but i'm sensing a common thread yeah there seems to be who's the common denominator in all of these i know but again (laughs) when you're a professional athlete here we go you're a target i got you are a target i got it true so i'm not saying for the pr position for (laughs) conor mcgregor (laughs) enterprises well i think with most of these athletes you know and and when you've got the kind of money that he has i think people start to think they're above any right. of those things are getting caught and yeah um but the other conor mcgregor news so he is on um the ultimate fighter the tv show and he's a coach and michael chandler's a coach and it's supposed to culminate in this fight between the two of them at a ufc event later this year connor still has not taken the drug test that he needs to take in order for them to <laughs> oh, be able geez. to fight before the end of the year well a lot of people are saying it's not going to happen he has been taking steroids for his injury he had a pretty bad injury hey, from his go. last fight <laughs> so yeah he broke his leg right right so like i don't know if that's gonna kind of thing. that was with uh poirier yes right so people are saying mm. this fight with chandler might not happen also the ratings for the show haven't been oh. what people thought they were going to be so now a lot of fans are calling for the fight with Chandler to be replaced with someone else like Charles Oliveira. 
They're like, we need a more exciting fighter. No one cares about Michael Chandler. So mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen there. But mm-hmm. we may or may not see Connor fight again this year. And it's looking more like may not. Wow. Okay. But he's not retired, right? No. I mean, he, well, he retires every five minutes. Yeah. But yeah. I think when the price is right, it's just he's made so much money that I think that raw hunger to succeed. and It's and hard. It's Yeah. I mean, it's just not there anymore. Yeah. So it's going to take a really, really interesting fight or something that really goes after his ego for him to, to do it. And what's his face? Uh, uh, you know, the Russian guy. Uh, oh, Nurmagomedov. Yes. Oh, I would love Is to he, see the two of them again. He's retired, right? Yes. Did he retire unbeaten? He did. Wow. He's a pretty incredible wow. fighter. Now, and he, that would be a great fight. Part yes. two between the two of them. Agreed. And I the, would love to see that. Uh, McGregor Forever, his Netflix series. I started watching I watched it. it. It's really good. It's and they, really good. they show the highlights from that fight and kind of how yeah. that all unfolded. So a rematch would be incredible. And they show the really horrible... Uh, injury that he suffered against uh, in slow Poirier. motion. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is disturbing. So bad. For some reason, he moves wrong and breaks his leg, and it's like his oh. leg is then oh. going the wrong oh. way. Oh. And, uh, oh. It's it's really, hey, really, really bad. bad. I know we're running up against the clock here. Mm-hmm. Did you have uh, some health tips or food tips or what was it? For well, so Pat? this was we had this discussion yesterday, yeah. and since you've also been going through some health challenges this mm-hmm. year, we thought this would be interesting to talk about briefly but i was reading an article by a metabolism expert and he said exercise will not help you lose weight uh-huh. so it's good for your overall really? health it will help you live longer <laughs> we're listening but it's not actually okay. gonna help you <laughs> i think he's lose, right lose yeah. weight Don't you, Keith, I think that's sit right. around more that sounds, that's the takeaway that sounds right so <laughs> he said it's crucial to exercise to maintain overall good health mm-hmm. in the long run it won't help you lose weight it may reduce your weight for the first 10 months or so but then you'll uh-huh. return to your original weight even if you stick to your exercise regimen because uh-huh. your body's evolved to have a fixed idea of what your daily energy expenditure should be and that expenditure returns around to where it started after those 10 months so no matter what you're doing so you've seen that time after time after time at least i have so calories in and calories out so he's basically saying the only way to lose weight is just to eat less that's it now he said walking is the best thing that you can do but he did this by studying like other Mm. cultures where the people are active all day long but their weight isn't necessarily that differently from ours. It all depends on their diet. Oh, oh! Look, look huh. at look at the physical labor, the intensive uh, way that uh, our ancestors that built this country. You know, look at how they had to get out in the fields and and mm-hmm. build their own houses by hand and all that stuff. They could totally understand how. You know, you, mm-hmm. you compared to us, we sit around with these processed foods. Well, I mean. So that's another point he made is our food today. He said it injects a lot of energy, which is calories. Um, and he said it's less filling. That's why we eat more of it. And he thinks that's the root of the obesity problem. It's probably true. Oh, yeah. Cause yeah. We, and we got on this, didn't we? Because of the video <laughs> that we played on Overtime yesterday showing you the, the uh, nutritional value of organic foods compared to these GMO foods. And you're just going, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. You have to eat more because these aren't as healthy for you right. and don't have all those nutrients that your body needs. So yeah. You eat more. Well, since diabetes, I've completely given up processed food just don't do it anymore mm-hmm. because awesome. it's not good for you and do you feel better overall do you feel oh. like it's made a big difference yeah yeah and plus i've lost you know 40 some pounds so that and don't forget helps. don't That's forget amazing. the biggest takeaway from this conversation is uh sit around more and <laughs> and sit around and lay around lay more around. yeah yeah and don't well, exercise because it's bad for exercise. you exercise is good for your <laughs> mental health it will help oh. you live longer 
He's just saying it won't help you lose weight. <laughs> Thank you, Hillary. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. We'll be watching for you on the four minute buzz coming up in just minutes. That's right. Thank and you so you much. Also, check her out on uh, hillarykennedy.com. Just one L. One L. One Thank L. you. All right. Thank you. All right. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. No. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. That's going to happen. You warned us. You warned us yesterday. It was going to be happening all week. Yes, it's going to continue to happen for a while here. Uh, All right. If you uh, if you think you won't need emergency food, think again. The government recently revealed the truth about the coming food shortages, according to the USDA. Fully one-third of America's annually planted crops won't be harvested this season. Wow. Severe droughts, fertilizer shortages, wipe them out. That means food's going to be scarce and it's going to be expensive. Is your family prepared for that? If not, now is the time to stock up on emergency food from our good friends at My Patriot Supply at discount prices. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll save big on each four-week emergency food kit you need for your family. You'll get breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks that will keep you going strong. Best of all, this food is actually delicious. Your whole family will love it. You don't have to, you know, think, oh, okay, if, you know, if I have to, I'll eat a stick. No, you don't have to do that because it's delicious food. Act now to save big on each of these four-week kits that you need in your family. MyPatriotSupply.com. Get free shipping right now, too. You'll never forgive yourself if you let your family suffer. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Another thing, as far as uh, health-wise, this um, this new... You know, I was just watching a commercial a little while ago for Ozempic. There's something just like it that I just started taking a few weeks ago. Like three weeks ago, I started taking Mon- Monjero. Hmm. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah, I have heard of it. Yeah. Because of that, I take one injection a week. One. And I'm completely off all insulin now. Good for you. Yeah, I don't know if it works that way for everybody. It does. According to the studies, it's a one and done. I, I, if I took insulin now, I would be so hypoglycemic. My blood sugar would be so low that I would be in trouble all the time. That's incredible. I had to stop taking insulin because of it. It's phenomenal. So in other words... So rather than being on four injections a day uh-huh. before every meal and then at night... I'm on zero injections of insulin. And just the once a week Monjero. It's a miracle drug. How's your blood sugar monitored? Uh, with it, my with this Libre 3. So you're just constantly. Uh, sensor. So in other words, you take the. Monsero, what is it? Monsero? Monjero. Monjero. Uh-huh. So you take that. Let's just hypothetically, let's just say Sunday night, right? Yep. And, and then I guess you're spending the week looking at your phone. Checking your level. Oh my gosh, it's Tuesday. Oh, it's Thursday. Oh, it's you know Saturday. Whatever, mm-hmm. and it just keeps registering in that good zone. Yep, from that one injection. Exactly. Incredible. Even after meals. Even after meals. That is unreal. I have a question because mm-hmm. I'm seeing online that there's something called stinky fingers, and fat oh. fingers, and fat um, fingers. And oh, uh, here's my fingers. So according they don't to smell people, to me, but... now these are the ones that are using this drug to lose weight. 
yeah. you know, they're not the ones that have diabetes. Oh. They're getting some side effects of stinky fingers. That's weird. Um, they're puking, kind of like, they puking. feel like they're going to puke in overnight, and their bowels are getting looser while they're sleeping. Ooh, any of those side no, effects? Honey, are you no. registering any of those side effects? Nope. No. I have had a little bit of nausea, but I've mm-hmm. never, I haven't thrown up. It's it, right after I take the injection. Usually, there's a day or two there where I might get nauseous after food, if because you cannot eat that much afterwards. Uh, otherwise, you you will get sick. Uh, so you got a twofer from that drug, yeah, helping you lose weight yes. and keeping your blood sugar in a good spot. Yes, that's incredible, man. It's uh, it's amazing. It's uh, it's a miracle. It changes your life. So ask your doctor about it if you've been diagnosed with diabetes now are people that want to lose weight able to get a hold of this stuff i think they can yes they can yeah they can even if even though it hasn't been approved yet i think they're trying to get it approved for weight loss but it hasn't been but doctors are prescribing it for weight loss oh yeah anyway and the problem too is that (laughs) now you have people with diabetes running low on their medicine that is so you got so you got the fatties and the diabetics (laughs) trying to get trying to get this one medicine and it's it's causing issues and it's causing internal fighting between doctors that are prescribing as as loose weight not as diabetes right which is yeah that's a problem plus i think it's uh, fortunately, my we have really good insurance here, and it it covers it. But um, I think it's expensive, like really expensive. And if you don't have it, some doctors are giving coupons, so you know that's great. Oh, some I know yeah. the doctor by Keller, they're giving coupons for that Majorno and then the or the Ozempic one too. So yeah, it's talk a, to your doctor. Yeah, talk to him. Find out about it because it's it's amazing. Wow, it's, that's cool. Seriously, good for you. It's been a miracle in my life, and you know, I didn't. It's not like I had to put up with this for years, like so many diabetics have. I was just putting it up with a, for a couple of months, and then Monjero came into my life, and it changed everything. It's just awesome. That is cool. It's awesome. Uh, all right. So apparently, uh, Maryland Governor Wes Moore says conservatives are castrating children. Listen to that hyperbole. Via book restrictions. Okay, so this is the Florida thing again. Uh Are we still dealing with trying to keep books away, sexual books away from kindergartners through third graders? Yeah. That's what this is? And remember what the left does. Unreal. They always accuse the other side of what they're doing, of doing of what the, what they're doing, and yeah. the left. These radical trans activists are absolutely castrating children. And listen to this language. And Unreal. I don't understand the comparison he's trying to make with trans and race. I just don't follow this guy. Here he is, Maryland Governor uh-huh. Westmore. Uh-huh. African American history and literature. Um, Why do you think this has become a passion project of some conservatives? I continue hearing people making the argument that we're doing it because we want to prevent our students from having discomfort or guilt because we don't want our students to be able to really wrestle with these really difficult things in times when they're maturing as individuals and difficult historical points. But the thing I realize and I wanted to speak out about it is that's actually not true. It's, it's, it's a guise. It's not Shut about up. making kids uncomfortable. It's not saying. about making kids feel uncomfortable. Isn't it? What is it about, it's Wes? About Tell us. telling <laughs> other kids that they shouldn't understand their own power. What? 
It's castrating them. Telling African-American <laughs> kids they should not understand their own power. It's castrating because them. If you know your history. Okay. You know your power. The reason oh my God. that I know that Jeez, every I single day I can people. stand in my own skin and I can stand in my own power mm-hmm. is because I know my history. Yeah, yeah, right. You it's I'm humbled by the fact that I power. come from a long line of visionaries and fighters and sure. educators right. and activists yep. and people who hoped, okay. who did not know me, mm-hmm. but they fought for the hope of me. And by telling me that that history is not important, <laughs> or by telling me that what if you, you teach it to nobody's, me, nobody's saying, what are you talking about? Okay, I can't take it anymore. Take it? What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> what history books have been banned? None! No history books are being banned. What are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. Can we talk about Wes Moore for a moment, please? Oh. Please, Wes Moore. I um, love the meaningless phrase. I can stand in my own power. What a what? I need to watch he this guy stand in his own power. I want to hear from people that live in Maryland who uh-huh. have this guy as their governor because you need to keep an eye on him. There are some interesting tidbits oh, for, from his past. like running for president. Oh, kind of I watching believe, him. I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know, he talks about being born and raised in Baltimore. There's no evidence. I, w- I was reading up on this guy. There's no evidence... That he was born and raised that, in Baltimore? That he was born and raised in the city that he claims he was born and raised in. Really? There's a news report I saw that says... Weird. Yeah, we couldn't find any evidence. <laughs> That's that, weird. Where did he come from? Did he just drop out of the sky? Oh, weird. here's another fun fact. His mom worked for George Soros. Oh, nice. <clears throat> Good. All right. So let's keep an eye on one Wes Moore, shall we? Let's do. Seriously, if you live in Maryland, you got more information on this guy, please uh, enlighten me. Because uh, he's one to watch, I'll say. Smooth talker, too. Smooth talker. He's uh, He he sounds reasonable at first, and then he just throws in, yeah, the these children are being castrated. You're <laughs> 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 being castrated? Bro. By not having access to a book? <laughs> Wow. You t- you wow. Know. Maybe Wes doesn't know what that means. Maybe. Maybe, maybe that's just it. Maybe. Maybe it's just a phrase he's picked up somewhere Holy and he's like, cow. I'm going to mix that in here. Jeez. Uh, bro. Uh, it's, <laughs> I mean, but this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to make us so angry that we will lash out again. They It succeeded on January 6th, and they're trying to make it happen again. We can't allow it to happen. It cannot happen again. We gotta stay under control, and we we have to control our anger, and and just um, lash back at them with logic, reason, and the truth. And the truth is, books are not being banned. Books you can get a hold of these books anywhere, anytime you want. If you're an adult, if you're of age, you can get these books anytime. We're just trying to keep them away from small children. Like third graders. That has always been the case, by the way, in this country. There's never been a time in this country where pornography was available to three-year-olds. That's mm. that's never been a thing. Ever. Ever. Oh, may, may I, may I offer up one more fun fact about Wes Moore, please? Sure. Um, so in 2017, he joined this uh, organization called Robin Hood. And... Uh, George Soros wrote a $50 million check to that, uh, to that charity. One of the biggest checks a $50 million has check. ever been written by George Soros. 
Wow. I'm telling you. Hmm. You need to look out for Wes Moore and his connections. Wow, to George Soros. And, by the way, and George Soros' son, who now controls his organization, uh, which is exciting because his son, admittedly, is more political than the dad. (laughs) My my grandmother, who is about to turn 98, uh, she told me the other day that... uh, she used to think that George Soros uh, was the Antichrist. Now she's uh, switching that to her to his son. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's not a bad theory, actually. You're That's, wise, Nana. Uh, it's not bad. <laughs> All right. We'll see you on uh, Overtime and then back here again. And we'll chew the fat with Jeffy tomorrow as well. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.